Hello, this is Diane Chappelle, and I'm reporting to you from Nashville, Tennessee, from the UPS Store National Convention. This Technocast is presented by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. Today was an early morning. We wanted to get to the FAC breakfast this morning so that we could uh, interact with our FAC members and ask some questions and hear some answers to questions that had been asked earlier. So at 7 a.m., bright and early, we got down there. Uh, Randy Morgan, the FAC chair, opened the meeting. Introductions were made for all the old and incoming, new incoming FAC members. This happens to be Randy's last meeting. So Don Higgison was there as well as all the other leadership, and he presented him an award for, you know, doing a good job on the FAC committee. Uh, Also, they introduced Jeff DeWitt as the new chair coming up this coming year. Like I said, leadership was present. Tim Davis, Jim Hillquist, um, probably most of the regional vice presidents were there, and there were some representatives from UPS there as well. They chose some pre-written questions that were sent in. Many of you probably sent some of those in. Uh, It didn't seem like they had a whole lot of them, but here's the first question that was asked. How and when are the the operations manual updated? And I believe that was Judy Milner that answered that question. And she said that it is a living document. They don't want any old copies out there. And so they have it online and only online. She mentioned that every time they update it, they don't send out an announcement if it's not a material change. She gave an example that, for example, they just changed the print PC name to the business services machine and so they didn't send that out as a change however if there are any material changes that impact daily operations she said that they review them with the committee and they send them out as an announcement in the UPS store Inc. Uh, Most mostly throughout the morning there were no follow-up questions allowed after the after the questions were read and then answered uh, but there were some op- there was some open time later. So just know that they read these questions, someone answered them, and then they went on to the next question. The second one, I believe, was, why do we always seem like we're behind in technology? And, of course, the room was not silent at the moment, but Tim Davis took this question, and he answered that... that um, Actually, I don't have an answer from Tim Davis. I know he said something, but he actually turned it over to Minda McAllister. She was in the room, and she's in charge of technology as of a few months ago. Um, Basically, they said that by next year, the centers will be updated to Windows 10. And I believe I reported that yesterday from the general session. So... um, she did also add that there are at least five applications that need to be updated before they even go to Windows 10. Next question was, why do we uh, lack any decent technology through iShip, such as importing addresses and so on? Uh, Tim Davis took this and answered and said that, he, honestly, I don't really think he really answered this question much at all, other than he felt like it was too complicated to have a handheld mobile the question sort of entailed a mobile device being able to send an address to our iship 
he said normally those kind of transactions will be lower compensated type transactions. Um, not sure he answered that question relative to what was being asked because I think they were really asking how do we import addresses from a customer. Um, and I looked at it as a list, like if you had an Excel list, but that's not what the answer came. So that was it for that one. Um, next question uh, was related to compliance. I don't have this word for word, but the question was basically compliance seems like it doesn't bring us any extra revenue. It's not profitable. Uh, Tim Davis took this answer, this question and answered that actually he apologized that he felt like maybe it was not communicated well enough by the area to tell the, to explain to the franchisee why something was important and how it can affect your, how it can affect your top line. Um, so he apologized and then he said that every, everything that they require through compliance has to do, has a purpose and for each and every item, there is a reason why, um, why it's there. Next question. When will a thorough analysis be done on the new retail rates so that we can be competitive with FedEx? And they gave an example where we were, where UPS was at least $20 more than a FedEx shipment. Uh, Tim Davis answered that one as well. And he said, we can't really change the rates again until we go at least through peak season. He said, we can't change it so soon or it sends the wrong message to our customer. And David Lee from UPS was there and he said that David is working on the uh, complete analysis of all the rates that have been rolled out. He said that if you have a particular instance where you want to send all the details like dimensions and weights and zones and all that, uh, David Lee will be the one that would be collecting that information. So that would be helpful if they had particulars on the shipments. Uh, but again, waiting through at least peak season in order to get a higher view of what was what's going on with the rates. Um, of course, the question always comes up: Why haven't we been? Have, why have we never seen an increase in our drop-off compensation? And basically, just to boil down in a short answer, Tim Davis said that drop-off compensation is. You, you should look at it like a commodity um, and how you get a raise with commodity comes through volume. Uh, and then he also mentioned that Jim Hillquist will be going over some things about picking up our UPS pickups to help us with volume. Next question. Vince, and I didn't catch his last name, asked why headquarters hasn't included printing competency as part of compliance. He asked, when will we be ready to accept CRS national print customers? Uh, he referenced a recent uh, initiative by UPS to have all their national sales management employees go to the UPS store for the things that they needed printed. However, a lot of the stores that they visited weren't able to even print some of the simplest jobs. So obviously that is a concern for headquarters. So Tim Davis said it's it's hard to uh, come down on a store on compliance as far as print because it's harder to pin them down on it. They'll say that they do the job, but then they don't. Um, Jeff Gibney is CRS. I think he's CRS VP. He was there as well, and he promised that they are working on getting CRS print customers. 
Last simple question before it kind of went to sort of break offs and people just talked afterwards. Last question was, can we get business cards and signage that states that we do print and business services? So someone wanted a business card that said print and business services and someone from the Marketing Help Center said that those designs are actually already on the Marketing Help Center. And that was pretty much the highlight of of my day uh, at the convention. Um, Eric has Eric Chappelle has also done a brief a brief um, recap on the general session where Mark Lemonis was uh, the motivational speaker today. So that's it for this podcast. Um, reporting to you from Nashville, and this Technocast is presented by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. Thanks.